Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pop culture, celebrity mythology. There's so much of it. Brad and Angelina, JT and Brittany, Brad and Angelina. Wait, I already said that Yes, one. you did. <laughs> Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson. There are all sorts of celebrity tales that we love to believe, even if evidence has given us reason to believe otherwise. Welcome to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Holly Roberts and Sonny today. Um, here's the thing. You know, we were just talking about Crazy Days and Nights, the podcast. Well, in one episode uh, that he did recently... He talked about why we're all so invested in certain celebrity stories. And and like, it really just struck me that we all are like, there are all relationships where like, well, that's dumb. That's not real. Right. But then mm-hmm. there are other ones that we totally buy hook, line and sinker. And it's not just celebrity relationship stories. It's just, I think those are the ones that oftentimes will pop out, but it could be, you know, like what you thought of Marilyn Monroe, like, oh, I know she didn't blah, blah, blah. Well, why do you think that? Mm-hmm. Because it probably makes a really good story. That's why I want to play just a little bit of a clip of him sort of getting to this point. So this is from a, a podcast where he's doing like a deep dive on Britney Spears. And, um, you know, it's really eye opening, like all the podcast stuff that he does. And he's really talking about that, that period of time where he, she was in a relationship with JT and how it's it was mostly for the tabloids and for you know PR purposes. Yeah, it would have been the late nineties, early two thousands. And they were invested in sort of you know creating this notion of a relationship between the two of them. I'm going to play a little bit here and see, uh, Sonny. I'm sorry for the heads up, but here we go because it's their idea of the the fairy tale and the happy ever after. But it's not real. And and when you. So then it makes you question all the other headlines, you know, that these breathless things about, you know, people together or Jennifer Aniston having twins. You know, we know that's not true, right? And so we discount it. And, but at the same time, if you really want Jennifer Aniston to be with Brad Pitt, then maybe you believe it. Just like if you want Brittany and Justin to be together, you will commit to this story that was established in the in the media. But yeah, all right. So that's that's uh, the first part of that, the mm-hmm. first chunk of anti um, lawyer just talking about like there are things that if you are invested in it, you're totally going to believe, and nobody can change your your opinions otherwise. Which is why after all of these years, people are still talking about Brad and Angelina. Like tabloids are literally still publishing stories about these two. Or are not you insinuating Brad and Angelina. <laughs> Jennifer and Jay Z might not be real. Well 
So is that for I, you? No, I, I tease. I tease. Mm. My When I go and visit my brother, he's like, come on, Sonny. I'm like, but no, they have children. But it doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean that their complete relationship is fake. It's just that they are deciding to control the narrative around their relationship mm-hmm. so that you maintain interest in it. Well, and going mm. back to Brittany and Justin, there were stories that ran last week about Justin Timberlake discussing his relationship with Britney Spears, this coming from his new coffee table book that nobody wants to buy. Yep. And he goes into a deep dive about writing the song Cry Me a River after uh, breaking up with Britney Spears. That song came out in 2002. That song came out 16 years ago, and he's still recalling back to a relationship that he essentially had when he was a teenager. Yep. Like, Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears <clears throat> were a meme for a while. They wore the matching denim suits. It's cute. Whatever. It was just a teen romance, but it's been perpetuated so much. And I even think today, on our very own website, you should go check it out, mytalk1071.com, we're running a story that says that Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston are friends. Yeah. Absolutely. Today. We are still talking about, um, I said Brad and Angelina, I meant Brad and Jennifer Aniston. So for Sonny, it's uh, Beyonce and Mm -hmm. Jay-Z. For some people, it's Britney and JT. If you want to join the conversation, 651-641-1071. But what's that celebrity relationship or what's that celebrity mythology that you are totally buying hook, line, and sinker? Or is at least when somebody questions it, you get real defensive of it? Because I will tell you, there are times when I'm out... Um, you know, with friends or whatever, and they're like, is that really true or is that really not true? And it's like, you guys, most of what you are told through the tabloids is not true. Mm -hmm. Why? Because the tabloids are not there to report news. These are not news organizations. As he goes on, as um, NT Lawyer goes on to point out, like, those tabloids are owned very often by companies that also are producing the movies that those celebrities are in. Therefore, there is no incentive for you to hear the truth about those people. Now, it's not the end of the world because these are not people, for example, who are making life and death decisions about your daily lives, right? Like right. these are not politicians, these are celebrities. So the fact that you have bought, you know, some story that's been fed to you is not the end of the world. It just <laughs> kind of makes you feel good. But that doesn't mean that that's not still true. Oh, of course. And I would, Sonny, to you, Jay Z and Beyonce, they are masters at controlling the narrative of their relationship. Because remember when that you couldn't you like there was nothing about them. Yeah. And now there's everything about now I agree that they that they went from like every like they kept that mystery about them mm-hmm. and then they kinda sold that story so they could, yeah. you know, and put it on tour and everything. And I do think it's genius, but I have gotten invested over the years. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Because like it, Well maybe there is hope. <laughs> it's a compelling narrative. And, and and it's fun to be involved in that. Well, I think of I think of um uh, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner. A lot of people were very defensive of their relationship when Mm -hmm. they broke up and were really sort of like broke, you know, broken up about it. I mean, Colleen was like, I thought they (laughs) were going to make it. I thought love was real, but now it's dead. Now, another relationship that I'm not necessarily invested in, but I think a lot of people are is Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. Oh, have I got news for you? Tell me more. Oh, and I'll drop some dirt on you. Okay, fantastic. Well, what I'm going to say about Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively is I feel like they're taking a page out of the Jay-Z and Beyonce playbook in as much as they're controlling the narrative of their relationship via social media. And the way that they do this is they interact with each other on social media. And the way that Instagram's algorithm is set up is that verified accounts, people with a lot of followers, you'll see their comments first.
Oh, yeah. And so that way we are privy to their conversations. Those conversations on Instagram and Twitter get picked up by the tabloids and perpetuates this really fun, loving couple. And they're hilarious and, well, and just and to, out there with their love. And you didn't know that I knew this. But uh, to that point, in fact, the point that um, Ryan Reynolds has a like stellar four star PR machine behind him was made clear when I was listening to another conversation on his podcast about like the top 10 jerks in Hollywood, one of those jerks, Ryan Reynolds. Hmm. Why does he come across with such good press? Because he has such a large, um, very successful uh, PR machine behind him. You know, uh, NT lawyer talked about how apparently there's some controversy and drama about his dad passing away and they didn't have a close relationship, but now he's sort of per- purports to have had this like super magical relationship with his dad but whether it's that or his relationship with Blake Lively all of those things are masterfully put out in uh social media by his PR machine it's not like Ryan Reynolds is just sitting there with his thing like oh, it would be a goof if we it, just kind of showed right, everybody how lovey-dovey we are wait yeah. a minute also I have like an amazing um public relations team that I pay thousands of dollars. Well, that and I have to. an amazing movie that you should go out and watch. Well, like, of course, you know, he, he totally has like a, you know, a very good machine behind him. Nothing is real. I know. I do. T- I do feel like we're kind of ruining people's dreams or, you know, like, but here's the truth. The truth is you are now more informed. That's right. And you can appreciate it for what it is. Just enjoy the moment. Enjoy oh, the man, enjoy the thing that they're doing. I mean, you can still like people and the work that they're doing and the movies they're making and all of those things. You just don't need to buy all the crap that they're trying to sell you on the side. That's all for people who aren't interested in the thing that um, that the celebrities are doing. Right? They're trying to create an audience where there wasn't one. If you're already an audience, you're fine. If you're a stan, keep standing. Keep standing. That's on. right. Yes, but don't be fooled, people. No, there's truth in the world. Okay. Working molasses nerve. That's a phrase we use when something is driving us nuts. And Holly is using the term when we come back about about what, Holly? Do you want to give us a little tease? Has to do with a little movie that came out over the weekend that perhaps is number one at the box office. Working molasses nerve. All right, we'll find out what's working Holly's last nerve when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. So what exactly is work in Holly's last nerve? We'll find out in just a moment here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything entertainment. We're also poking holes in all of your celebrity truths today. Yay! We're taking no prisoners. Now, um, Holly, what's working your damn last nerve? <laughs> what's working my last nerve? Yes, and uh, we have an opener for yeah, that somewhere. A- Let's shall we just uh, roll that beautiful? Listen, I'm there we go. Nerve. Colleen and Bradley present Working My Last Nerve. You are stepping on my last nerve. What's working my last nerve is the fact that the Bohemian Rhapsody movie is going to release a full version of the Live Aid concert. Now, that seems okay, pretty harmless, right? So, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yep. The Queen biopic. Mm-hmm. It's a big hit at the, box office, Number one at the box office. Number one at the box office. Well, part of the reason why people like this movie so much is that it recreates some classic Queen concerts, including the Live Aid concert in 1985, one of their most famous appearances ever on stage. Well, that entire concert, apparently the film crew shot and recreated the whole thing. Wow. 
top to bottom. Okay. And they only show a little bit of it in the actual movie. Well, it has been announced that the entire recreation of the Live Aid concert is going to be released. So now, as a special edition little add-on to the movie. So why is that working, your last nerve? We don't need that. <laughs> we don't need that. We don't need it. Why do we need it? Why Why do you want to go and pay extra money Tell to me go why. and see? Why? Yeah. Because it's too much, Bradley. Why do we need to go and watch people recreate an iconic concert when, Bradley, on your internet, oh, yeah. you can watch the entire thing as it actually happens? This was the point that you made earlier that I totally thought was a valid point. Like, you know, why not make it? I mean, hey, they want to do something awesome. But your point earlier was, you can already go watch the thing. On your YouTube. Yeah, and you can watch the real thing. You can and watch. And why wouldn't the, you prefer, if you were a super fan, you'd probably want to watch the real thing, Of right? course you would want to watch the real thing. So why would you want to watch a second-rate recreation of something that you actually love when you can go watch the thing that you actually love? It's already online. Go enjoy yourself. Why do you want to watch four actor dudes acting in front of a green screen? Because that's what they're doing. They did not actually fill the stadium up with people. Oh, really? So they didn't actually like fill a stadium full of people? It's movie magic, Bradley. Oh. Whoa. Well, that's even more of a dumb thing. Like, why do I want to watch your, your just dumb thing? Big deal. Woo-woo. Big, Show me the real thing. Thank you. Exactly. And this just goes... With something else that works my last nerve Mm -hmm. is Hollywood's obsession with biopics and recreating things that happened in the past. Tell me more about that. What do you mean by that? Meaning, for example, take a look at who's won the Academy Awards for the past mm, decade, past 20 years. When you look through the list of people who have won for Best Actor, Best Actress, it often becomes... Yeah, what was the Churchill one? uh, The Darkest Hour. Darkest Hour. Gary Oldman won for playing Winston Churchill. This is An impression... Of a real person. Why are we so fascinated with people impre- Im- doing impersonation? Meryl Street, Margaret Thatcher. Thank you. The list goes on and on and on and Tom on. Tom Hanks, many people. Well, he actually didn't win his Oscars for playing real life people. No, but he has done that. But he has yeah. done that. Well, he's playing Mr. Rogers. Yeah, Mr. It, Rogers, Walt Disney. Yes, exactly. The guy in the boat. Yeah. Captain Phillips. Yeah, exactly. So why are we so obsessed with people recreating. Why do you think? I mean, do you have an answer for this? Well, I feel like that is a very good question. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the reasons I think that people are so fascinated by this is because when you're doing an impression of a real life person, you have a metric of measurement. You're able to look at somebody's performance and say, okay, here's the real Winston Churchill. Uh, here's Gary Oldman. Yeah. So we can watch Gary Oldman and we can judge his performance based on something that actually exists. Whereas with an original character, it's something that the actor creates entirely of their own. Yeah. Basically, but that's so cheap because, yeah. like, you know, Rich Little versus. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know, I don't know, another amazing actor. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the impressions are like a wholly different thing. Yeah. But you're right. It's very easy for an audience to go, that was a great performance because I really felt like I was watching Winston Churchill. Yeah. And same thing with Bohemian Rhapsody. Now, Rami Malik, who stars as Freddie Mercury, is getting a lot of praise for his performance because they're basing it off of the real life Freddie Mercury and his performance on how the real life man actually was. I just, it's working my last nerve, Bradley. It's a little lazy. You said biopics and what? Recreations. Yeah, recreations. Why do we have to recreate something? Unless, you know, if we have the footage, I don't know. It's working my last nerve. Getting a little under my skin. No, I think that's totally valid. I am here for that conversation about um, biopics and reenactments. Because oftentimes I think those characters are oversimplified. And, you know, people just want to be served up uh, a very stereotypical uh, portrayal of a character like you have to I would imagine there's incredible pressure when you are performing uh, a certain role that you get that stereotypical version of that person down right yeah even though actors will always tell you that they don't do that but like you kind of have to right because the audience has a very sp- I would think it would actually I don't know I, I would not want to do that if I were an actor, honestly. No, but let me read you who's won the best actor for the past like seven or eight years. So Gary Old, Oldman for Winston Churchill. Eddie Redmayne won an Oscar for playing Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Real person. That was a really good Matthew movie. McConaughey. I believe Ron Woodruff from Dallas Buyers Club. Real person. Oh, Daniel Day-Lewis played Abraham Lincoln. Sean Penn, Harvey Milk for Milk. Yeah, that was a really Forrest good Whitaker, too. Idi Amin for The Last King of Scotland. Truman Capone, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Jamie Foxx played Ray Charles, won an Oscar for that. Whew, the list goes on. So you just think that perhaps it's a little too easy? I think or it what's is the a word? little lazy. Too, or it's what's not the word? lazy, but it's just easy. I want people to expand their minds. So if you want to go and watch Queen perform at Live Aid, go do yourself a favor. Go to YouTube watch or, the original. and watch the original one. There is no need for the entire Live Aid concert recreation to be issued in addition to Bohemian Rhapsody. All right. Well, Holly has given you your marching orders. Yeah. Don't watch that dumb recreation. Go find the real one. That's right. Speaking of real ones, we're going to give you some real dumb ones when we come back in the form of crazy, stupid idiots. That's dumb people who do dumb things. We'll tell you who they are when we return right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Well, while the world is losing its mind, we're here pointing out that the world is still full of crazy, stupid idiots for you to enjoy. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Holly Roberts and Sonny today behind the board. Thank you, ladies. And uh, Colleen will be back on Thursday. Now let's get right to the crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid 
idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Oh, wow. Get it. Hey, before we do, can we give something away? Sonny, are you fine with that? All right, so um, Holly, what what are we giving away today? Ooh la la, we got a great ooh la la. Uh, yeah, it's really exciting. We're actually giving away an Ovation Hair Holiday Set. Each set comes with the flagship product, which is Cell Hair Therapy and Scalp Treatment. It's perfect gift. It's a perfect gift for everyone on your list. And also, if you just want to keep it for yourself, go ahead and do that. All right, caller number. How about five? Caller number five is going to win that Ovation Hair Holiday Set six five one six four one one zero seven one. Now. Let's get right to the crazy, stupid idiots. And Holly, I'm so excited to tell you this story. Mm. Uh, It's a case of poop or treat. (laughs) Or I guess trick or poop. But let me tell you the tale. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Let's go to Vermont. Ooh. And I want to tell you about uh, police in Johnsbury. Johnsbury is apparently where this all went down. They say they've wrapped up their investigation into a Halloween pooper. Oh, no. They also showed a photo. I don't need that. So what are they showing a picture of, Bradley? Okay, so apparently Wednesday night, city police said they were investigating more than one case of children getting bags of duty. (laughs) Okay. So instead of... I'm sorry. I know, like, I'm why would you put their photo? Well, why would you publish that photo? So, for the public good, right? So originally they said, now, I wish um, uh, we're busy uh, manning the phones, otherwise I'd play some audio for you. But basically the audio is just as confusing as the story itself. So basically they said that a child got a bag of duty. Um, and then police said that they were investigating more than one case. Well, that would make you think it's like, you know, a du- like get, put out a duty alert or something, right? Like, be careful. Kids are going to get bags of doo-doo. Oh. Um, but then apparently there was, according to the, the news story, just one case of this happening. And they show a photograph. Thanks for that. Um, and it was apparently one case on Mount Pleasant Extension, which is the name Mount Unpleasant, frankly. Chief Timothy Page said he doesn't know how the doo-doo got wrapped up and put in the kid's Halloween bag, but he says there was there will be no further investigation into it. I'll tell you how that happened. Some jerk went in their backyard. Now, I don't know where it came from. It could be any number of places, but they decided to put it in a bag and wrap it up. I don't know what species of animal that comes from. Well, I was going to ask. They say doo-doo. They don't say dog doo-doo. Was it people doo-doo? Well, Bradley... Thanks to WCAX, they have shared a photo, and I'm here to say that perhaps it does not look like it came from a human being. Uh, One, so they get a doo-doo in a a bag, and then they say they don't know how it happened, um, but they think it was an accident and no charges will be filed and the investigation is over. That seems a little premature, does it not? That's not an accident. Like, you need to find, there is no, you don't accidentally, like, Oh, hey, kids, here's a Snickers bar. And they just dump. Like, first of all, if somebody gives you a bag of something. And it's kind of hot. Stop it. But Bradley, you're a dog owner. Surely you understand that that is not a mistake that is easily made. The only thing I can think is that if it was dog doo-doo and somebody accidentally, like I have accidentally walked into the house with dog doo in a bag before because normally I throw it out when I'm coming back from our walk. I throw it out in the trash. Well, if I go in a different way, then I forget to stop by the trash. 
and I walk through the ha- you know I'm walking into the house with a bag of you know dog do. Yeah, but you're not handing it out to small I know, children. I don't understand where that accident <laughs> translates into. So who's the crazy stupid idiot? In I, this there's story? a lot of crazy stupid Woo. idiots. Also, again, why did we need to see the bag of open do? <laughs> and are you sure that's not human? I'm sure. I'm pretty sure. I need to get a closer view, but I can't. Well, why so. don't you get right. a close up and zoom in on that one? Okay. Can we go across the pond? Let's go across the pond. <laughs> we got to talk about a woman named Lena Taylor. Who's Lena? Lena, she's 90 years old and she's a pensioner living in jolly old England. Oh, hi. But she's uh, been convicted of being a nuisance, Bradley. Oh, no. Why? Because she has made hundreds of foul mouthed 999 calls to emergency services. Now, 999 is the equivalent to 911 here in the United States. She says things such as, on July 22nd, Bradley, Lena called 999 because she had an emergency. Okay. She rang up the phone, 999. She said, I've done my dinner. I need someone to take me to bingo and to keep me calm. Stop blinking around with me. I'm not going to sit in this house all day. So she wanted somebody to take her to bingo? Yeah, she wanted somebody to take her to bingo. In another call, Bradley, she said, my pasties blank and fell on the floor, you stupid blanks. Get the ambulance out now. Now, pasty is basically like dropping a Pop-Tart on the yeah, floor. Yeah, it's not like you dropped your Aunt Ethel. <laughs> no, it's not. Or it's your Aunt not. Patsy. You know, she's done this hundreds of times. Okay, so she's a serial caller. Yeah, she made 79 calls to emergency services in just three days. Just three days. As a result of all of this, Bradley. So what did they do to her? Uh, she went to court. Okay. And she got in trouble. Yeah, I feel like, well, she trouble. She got fined. I feel like uh, trouble is um, relative in England. I feel mm-hmm. like they would give you a nice little rap on the, the knuckles yeah. over there. Now, whereas uh, here you'd probably go to jail. <laughs> probably. Now, she has been ordered to a 12-month community order, meaning community service. Now, I don't exactly know how she's going to fulfill that. She's been ordered to pay her 85-pound court costs, which is about $100. And she also has to pay another $100 for a victim surcharge. Okay, now, good. Her defense said that, you know, she doesn't wake up in the morning wondering who to abuse next. But, well, quite frankly, she doesn't anyways. She doesn't care. Yeah, she doesn't. She seems to have no um, filter. Yeah. No, she doesn't. Mm -mm. Okay, so uh, that was in the United Kingdom. Yes. Now we're going to go down south to Macon, Georgia. (laughs) We're going to make in some crazy, stupid idiots. Mm -hmm. And I want to tell you about a guy who decided to uh, rob a McDonald's in Georgia at gunpoint. Mm. And what had happened? You want to know what had happened? Because robbing a McDonald's alone is not crazy stupidity worthy, right? No, that's just idiotic. Okay, so he entered the restaurant on Saturday armed with a handgun wearing a wig. You know. Disguise. It could happen. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it was a fashion choice. No, that's true. Anyway, he demanded to speak with the manager, and the manager took him to this. Oh, he wanted to speak to the manager and then uh, managed to ask the manager if he would take him to the safe. Excuse me, I'd like to talk to a manager. Stick him up. Yeah, exactly. So he uh, demands to speak to the manager, goes to the safe. Now, the manager opened the safe, and the suspect took the money. However, at some point, a gun fired, and employees ran to the front of the store. Allegedly, the guy had run out of the restaurant and was later found lying down, screaming for help. That's weird, right? That is weird. What had happened? What had happened? And apparently he was only wearing his boxer shorts. Oh. Hmm. Near uh, a pile of clothes, a wig, and some money. 
oh, hmm, how does one get to that place? So how did that all happen? Well, apparently, during the crime was, uh, being committed, he shot himself mm-hmm. in the thigh and mm-hmm. then decided he needed to make a break for it. Ah. In order to make a break for it, though, he didn't want to get caught with, you know, red-handed or red-pants-did. Yeah. So he took off his pants, took off all his clothes, left the money in a pile, but then did not make it far enough away that he wasn't sitting next to all of those things when police arrived. I mean, in crazy, stupid idiot logic, Bradley, you've already done the crime. Why just leave it all there at the scene? Or just, I mean, like, why why not just drop the money gun and run and be like, oh, I got shot somewhere. Hi. Ah. Why taking your clothes off and putting everything in a pile and then passing out or not passing out, but like screaming for help right next to all this stuff that's going to incriminate you? That doesn't seem like a very smart move. No, he's right? crazy, stupid. And the good idiot. news is uh, he was fine. He was taken to the hospital and he gets to go to jail after he is released from the hospital. Yay! Yay! Crazy, stupid idiots, man. All right. Hey, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, guess what it's time for? It's time for the Throwback Live. forty-five. Ooh. We'll be right back. Who's it going to be? Him or me? Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. Streaming live and doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Holly Roberts today and a very special guest for the Throwback Live at 245. Ah! It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the Throwback Live. At 2.45. Sweep the leg. I must break you. Win just one for the Kimber. Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now your host, Holly Roberts. It's time for Monday's edition of the Throwback Live at 2.45. Here are the rules of the game. We're going to play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the Throwback Live at 2.45. And Bradley and very special guest Donnie buzz in by yelling out their names. Donnie Love. Bradley Trainer. Now, Bradley is playing for Bradley. And Donnie is playing for Colleen because she is gone. And Rocco will be playing tomorrow. There was some confusion, but it's all been figured out. Thankfully, Donnie has... Yeah, I mean, uh, either way would have been fine with me. Us the opportunity yeah, so of his presence, my, my cup of tea, and I'm all ready to go. Well, fantastic! Now, as it stands, up my glasses though. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, wow. riveting conversation, Donnie, about your <laughs> cup of tea. As it stands right now, Bradley has 78 victories in the Throwback Live, and Colleen has 71. Did I win on Friday? I don't know. Maybe. I don't remember. Who I won on did. Friday. I thought I did. I th- yeah, I think I did. Sure. Well, yeah. we can put seventy nine. Right. That's fine. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I love how we just get extra points. Let's just go for it. Don't tell Colleen, you guys. Shush. No. Secret. Secret. I thought I did. Did I win or did she win? Or Hannah? Do you remember? I thought it was you. Nobody remembers. It's fine. Bradley. All right. Let's, now, let's uh, get on with today. Yes. Yeah. Here's today. Now here is your first vintage pop culture audio clip. Bradley and Donnie, listen carefully. And identify this. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Oh, that is um Taxi? Mm. Uh, no. Um Donnie, I can keep playing it for you. Yeah, play it play a little bit more. Oh yeah. Oh, oh! Oh 
shoot. Is that is that Barney Miller? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah, the theme of Barney to Miller. Say that, but then for some reason it just seemed like it might have been Taxi. No. Very different theme song right? for Taxi. Mm-hmm. But it's got that little bit of a Yeah, it's got a little bit of funky jazz in uh-huh. it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good job, Good job Donnie. Donnie. Yeah, because I got one. You got hey, one. <laughs> better than me. Well, that's right. It's a long day. Moving on to our second vintage <laughs> pop culture audio clip, Donnie Bradley. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Listen carefully and identify this. Oh, Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That is, um, that's, that's uh, Missy Elliott. Yes! You don't get music stuff usually. Good for I you. don't. No. Yeah. Oh, super duper fly when Missy Elliott was wearing the garbage bag with the fisheye lens in the video. Okay. I heard a whole thing about that garbage bag and how it came out because she has like a she had like a style person that like was or like an. Uh, visual artist. Anyway, never mind. Nobody cares. <laughs> I got a point! Wow, good story, Bradley. There's a story behind it. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Game Tide 1-to-1 throwback live at 245. Bradley and Donnie, listen We're carefully. Tied, Donnie. You are tied. Good job. Numbers. It's haunting me. Go ahead. Listen to this. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Twin Peaks. I did know it. Did you? I did know that it was Twin Peaks. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just couldn't say my bam, name. Bam. Laura Palmer. Laura Palmer. Who killed Laura Palmer? Wow, Laura Bob. Wow. It's with the backwards speaking guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Log lady. Yep. All right. I want some cherry pie. Ew. <laughs> Isn't isn't that what he had? Yeah. Yes, it was, and oh. a and a nice cup of coffee. Nice cup of there coffee. There we go. Mm-hmm. Okay, Brad right. ahead. Two to one. Brad, two to one. Right, we can win if he gets this. Now you got to save it, Donnie. You got to oh, save yourself. Save no. yourself. That was your last chance. Oh boy. All right. Listen carefully to this fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. My father taught me many things here. He taught me in this Donnie. Room. Donnie. That is Al Pacino from one of the Godfather movies. Yes, you're close enough. Okay. Oh, God! <laughs> God Godfather Part Pulled 2, technically. Okay. Here, let's listen to the rest of the clip. All right. He taught me, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. Ooh! Wise mm-hmm. words. Good for you, He's got a pretty distinctive voice, but I, and I am, like, not, yeah, a, not I, a Godfather I've never fan. watched any of the Godfather really? movies. Really? <gasps> Holly, I know Holly's going to. We should throw him me. out of the studio for mm-hmm. that. It's true. We'll talk tomorrow. <laughs> All right, moving on to <laughs> our. Two to two. Oh my God, it's so I exciting! I know it's the tiebreaker fifth vintage <gasps> pop culture audio clip. Who is going to win today? Could it be Donnie? Could it be Bradley? I don't know. Let's listen to our fifth vintage pop culture audio clip to find out. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Um, too quick for me. Oh God, now I'm going to get it wrong. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's um. 
Do 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 do. I want to say silver spoons. Is that your final answer? Yes. Oh, oh God! Okay. I'll it's, keep playing it, it for you, it Donnie. Sounds familiar. Yep. Sweet insanity. I know what it is. Oh, God. It's a Johnny Mathis. The groin pains? You know, I was just going to say. Donnie? I was going to say, no, it's like. Can I say pains. what it is? Yeah. Is that um, the Hogan family? Oh, wow. That's obscure. It's so funny because <laughs> literally when you said this is your last chance, I was going to go, New York, this is your last chance. <laughs> and why is that appropriate? Because that was Rhoda. Who she who, said that on her show, right? Well, she was in it originally, and then she had a salary dispute, and left well, the then sh- she went and did the Hogan Family. I was yeah. saying like way back to the Rhoda, oh, Morgan the Rhoda show, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then she did the Hogan Fam, or well, she did Rhoda's Fam. Well, it was called Rhoda. It was just called Rhoda right? or Rhoda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I think it was called Rhoda's Family. No, no, just Rhoda. Really? Okay. Just anyway, then it was called the Hogan Family, kind of like the Connors after they ditched. Um, I thought she left the Hogan family over some sort of yeah. a money dispute. Yeah, that's and then what I'm saying. There somebody was else came in. It was Sandy Duncan. Sandy, Den- Sandy Duncan. She played the um, yeah. sister to the husband. Yeah, I was going to say Sandy Dennis, but that would be very be different. Wrong. Oh, oh my God. Sense. Took you on a... Mm. All right, Wait so a minute. What does we, that mean? Do we, we have a tiebreaker? Yeah, we have a tiebreaker. Tie oh. We have a tiebreaker because it's tied two to two. Donnie, oh Bradley... No, pressure! Yeah, oh. no pressure here. Listen carefully, Bradley and Donnie, to this six tiebreaker vintage pop culture audio clip. Donnie. Donnie. Is that Barbie Girl by Aqua? Oh, God, I got beat by Donnie on Barbie Girl. I can't believe you got me on Aquaman's Barbie Girl. Just Aqua, not oh, Aquaman. Aqua. Okay, not Aquaman. Yeah. See, well, that's why you got it, and I didn't. <laughs> All right. Well, Colleen will be happy with me. Yes, she will. Because there's been days when she hasn't. <laughs> yeah, well. No. So why did I win, uh, Holly? Congratulations, Donnie. You just won today's Throwback Live at 245, and you won this half-empty bottle of hand sanitizer. Wow. Oh, Clean hands for Donnie. I'm all out. Are you? I can have some up my desk. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Right. Somebody was handing out hand uh, foaming hand wash at Halloween. What for the for the kids' bags? Yeah. Really? Also, you know what somebody <laughs> brought in today? Speaking of, oh. there was a box of Halloween pretzel bags. I saw that. Mm-hmm. I wonder, Is that anybody we know? I would have thought it was Colleen, really? except she's gone. Well, she could have had somebody deliver them for her. That's true. You would know. she troll us that hard? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> On your first day alone, here's a nice bag. And we did eat quite a few of them, might I just add. Mm-hmm. Still would have been a crappy thing to get on Halloween. Yeah, really? That? Oh, look yeah. at this dry... Dust with uh, salt. I don't want that. <sighs> okay, okay, well, so Donnie, congratulations. Well, thank you. Uh, was, uh, you're not welcome back here anymore. Well, so tomorrow, I won't be here. Rocco's going to come in tomorrow and Rocco see if he can in. garner another point for Colleen. Not. So, what's the total now, uh, Holly? It's uh, 72 to 79. Colleen, 72. Bradley, okay. 79. Fabulous. All right, 72 to 79. I got to go. Thanks, in the Donnie, other room for now. nothing. Thank you for having me. All right, uh, up next, Lori and Julia. Thank you for playing with us for the last three hours. We'll see you again tomorrow, right here on My Talk 1071 at noon.